Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the new Classical FM. I think great music is music that it really can put the listener at ease. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to be preoccupied with the, the challenges of what the performer is going through. They can just sort of bask in the beauty of the music. That's TSO violin Shane Kim. You'll hear more from him and TSO assistant principal second violin, Eri Kosaka, later in the show. But first, TSO Music Director Peter Unjan joins me and my co-host, TSO Principal Bass Jeff Beecher, to tell us more about the Decades Project, which begins this Wednesday at the TSO. Now, we are heading into another installment of the Decades Project. Remind our listeners what this is all about. Well, it occurred to me that um, people still think, ooh, 20th century music, ooh, that's a bit scary. Um, And, of course, now we're well into the second decade of the 21st century, and I thought... Uh, a couple of years ago in planning, wouldn't it be interesting to take a a grand look at the 20th century um, and decade by decade? And the reason that I think it's particularly interesting is because there was such an explosion of ideas in the 20th century, um, which is very, very different from the musical language of any previous century, uh, and that that there is an unbelievable variety of expression and compositional technique that begins to erupt uh, as the 20th century develops. So that was the general idea. So Peter, we're about to launch into the Roaring Twenties, and uh, when I think about that, I think of flappers and prohibition, and, and of course, unfortunately, the Great Depression. What, what do you feel like uh, represents the classical music tradition at that point? What's going on in classical music? Well, you've got several things. I mean, the, maybe the most important thing, sort of historically, is the development of the 12-tone serial music which, um, you know, some people would argue was, was uh, you know, kind of ruined the general popularity of, of classical music in the 20th century. There is some extremely beautiful music written by Arnold Schoenberg and Alban Berg and Anton Weber, and the three we particularly associate with that technique. Um, but that is a very interesting departure from just normal tonality, obviously. But there were many, many other influences that began at that time. There's a sort of general kind of modernism um, because people were beginning to write you know, polytonal music, so music that wasn't just in one key at one time. But what was really interesting is just all the different styles, um, so much more folk influence, perhaps thanks to Gustav Mahler, who was one of the first to really incorporate actual folk music into his marvelous symphonies. But other composers began to do that. You had the emergence of, of composer like uh, Shostakovich, who was very young but already writing his first symphony at that time. You had the jazz influence, uh, kind of the old guard that wanted to stay with the romantic uh, style of com- composing, uh, such as Rachmaninoff, of course. You know, it's incredible, really, how much, what was going on. So, Peter, uh, our third Decades Project performance on November 9th and 11th is subtitled The Best of the Twenties. We've got music of Vaughn Williams, Sibelius, uh, Walton, and Ravel. Can you tell us a little bit about that program? Yeah, um, I, I love that program because it's just so unbelievably varied. Um, first of all, Vaughn Williams um, is, is very interesting. You talk about the use of folk music, but also um, a significant advance towards a modernist type of writing in many of his works. But here we're playing The Lark Ascending with Jonathan Crow as the soloist. Uh, and then we have another English sort of masterpiece by a master composer, William Walton, the viola concerto, um, probably, you know, among his very best works and among the greatest concerti for any instrument. I mean, the viola has very few concerti, unfortunately, because it's such a beautiful instrument. But, it sure is. Uh, you know, it really <laughs> 
Sorry, sorry, who said that? I don't know. It wasn't me. (laughs) We can all agree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For those who don't know, Kathleen is a wonderful viola player. Anyway, uh, so so I'm I'm thrilled that we're able to do that. Tung Lee will will play that. And then we have uh, Sibelius' Seventh Symphony. Now, talk about a piece that is just so adventurous, so new, written in one through-composed movement, where the piece is written in such a way that the movement of the music develops and develops and introduces a completely um, new sort of musical idea, but in exactly the tempo that we had reached uh, each time. So it's formulaic in a way, but written also in that very unique Sibelius sound world, which is so rich and so dark and penetrates through us in a very, very different way. It almost has a kind of cosmic feel to it. And uh, the Seventh Symphony is just a 21-minute piece. And what's the piece by Ravel we're doing? I Remind think me. It's, it's this little, little known piece. features the snare drum <laughs> in a bolero? I think bolero? it was in a movie. A... Oh, bolero. Mike, I must go and buy the score. How did yeah. it go? <laughs> You'll love it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, you know, that just goes to show that it, it, there was so much variety in what was being created um, during that decade. Absolutely. So much to explore, and we really look forward to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for telling us all about the Decades Project. You're very welcome. You just heard TSO Music Director Peter Ungen. The Decades Project begins this Wednesday and Thursday with Rachmaninoff and Gershwin. The celebration of all things 1920s continues into November. You're listening to the TSO Podcast. Stay with us. The TSO gets to perform with guest artists from around the world, but it's always a treat when TSO musicians step into the solo role, and that happens this Wednesday and Thursday. TSO Assistant Principal Second Violin Ari Kosaka and TSO Violin Shane Kim will perform Steve Reich's duet for Two Violins and Strings. It's a fascinating piece. Ari and Shane join us now to tell you about it. Ari and Shane, welcome to the show. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So the Reich duet, it's such a fascinating piece. Can, can you set it up for us, Shane? Uh, well, like a lot of uh, Steve Reich's music, it's uh, actually very simple in its construction. It's uh, what you would call uh, minimalist music. So what you'll hear when you come hear the performance is uh, there isn't actually that much material that's going around between uh, the two solo violinists. Uh, the string orchestra that's accompanying us is basically just holding uh, chords for long stretches of time. And uh, there's sort of a canon that's going on between Ari and me. Ari starts the material, and I, I'm kind of following her all the time. Sometimes I think I'm chasing her. And uh, so what happens is uh, very often I'm, I'm behind Ari by about a quarter note, but uh, sometimes I'm behind by a quarter and a half. And so Steve varies the amount of time that uh, separates Aries' material and my material. And I think that's what gives it uh, some really interesting variety within the minimalist context. So Ari, you're assistant principal second violinist, which gives you an awesome leadership opportunity. But it's another thing to kind of step in front of an orchestra, and even maybe even more special to step in front of your own orchestra with all of your friends and colleagues. Are you looking forward to that? I'm very looking forward to this. At the same time, of course, it's nerve-wracking because uh-huh. um, uh, we don't normally get this opportunity to play with an orchestra, even so with you know your own um, orchestra. So I would very much like to enjoy this. Yeah, as for leadership, I'm not. I don't think I would be leading, sort of, from the soloist uh, 
position. Uh-huh. It's just um, playing together, just, you know, the solo two violins and with the conductor. And it sounds very simple. But in fact, there's a lot of counting involved. Right. So we will see how right. that goes. <laughs> but I think it will be... We'll be watching yeah. the smoke coming off of your head. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> yeah. And I think the orchestra makes the atmosphere of the music. Uh-huh. It's very melodic, uh, beautiful music. I know this piece was written uh, and dedicated towards Yehudi Menuhin, a violinist I think everyone reveres. Mm-hmm. What, what do you feel like about his personality was something that, that Reich really was, was going towards? I mean, he was such a man of the world, right? International understanding and empathy. I mean, I think that through this piece, it's really well written in the, a way that the violins actually s- can sound very good. Mm-hmm. I think it really showcases the beauty of the violin sound. And it's while it does have its challenges, I think great music is music that it really can put the listener at ease. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to be preoccupied with the, the challenges of what the performer is going through. They can just really enjoy and just really sort of bask in the beauty of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess further to the, the dedication to, to Menu, and I think that, I mean, it was dedicated to him, but I think in particular it was sort of his spirit of um, international cooperation, I think, is what Steve Reich really admired about, uh, about Menu. And I think when Ari and I play, it really, there's a lot of, um, well, it's kind of like a puzzle, two different violinists. Uh, with uh, material that can interlock so well. So I guess maybe that's what he was going for, this sense of cooperation and and really the beauty that can come out of mm-hmm. something like that. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. We just heard Eri Kosaka and Shane Kim. Catch them in the solo role with the TSO this Wednesday and Thursday. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO podcast. Ardour, grandeur and hypnotic excitement, your Toronto Symphony has it all. I'm TSO Music Director Peter Ungen, inviting you on a trip back in time to the Roaring Twenties. Here, Concertmaster Jonathan Crow lend his impeccable technique to the lark ascending, magnificent principal violist Tung Lee in the stunning Walton Viola Concerto, followed by a glorious performance of Sibelius's magnificent Seventh Symphony. Embrace the best of the Twenties, November 9th and 11th at Roy Thompson Hall. For tickets, visit tso.ca.